What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Appreciate you coming through. And, you know, it's another day to be a Niner fan, another day of speculation, another day of probably fruitless and pointless speculation. But before we get into any of it and like uh, we're going to get into all of it, let's go just go ahead and hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to know, are you ready for start time? And once again, what's going on, guys? It is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. I can't even spit out my own title. But today, uh, we're getting closer to the the NBA, or the NBA, the NFL draft. And, you know, it's the closer we get to the NFL draft, you know, the more news that the speculation machine that is the Ian Rappaport, Ian Rappaport and the ESPNs and the Pelicero's and all of the, all of the guys, the Silvers, the Krugers, all those guys, like uh, they, this is the time when they get to just speculate. And then later on after it, none of it comes to fruition, then it's easy for them to say, Oh, well, I know we know that they had the conversations they just chose not to do it and to follow, not to follow through. Okay, well, that's why it's called speculation. And that's why you can't disregard the Niner fans. In, like, you can't just disregard Niner fans' intelligence because people aren't stupid. We have the numbers in front of us just like you do. Just like you do. This isn't the, this isn't the, the 50s, 60s, even the 90s where you guys had a majority of the information. The majority of the information was really hard to get, but now it is readily available to most. And the the point of me saying all of this is to say that they know just about as much as we do. They, they can say that they talk to people. I, I'm a firm believer that the teams mi- uh, feed misinformation to a lot of these to a lot of these reporters and beat writers and especially especially the insiders like Rappaport and um Shams and all those guys. <laughs> they I, I feel like they've always fed them misinformation and it's and not not just to be, you know, to be dicks, like but but more so just to be uh, because they don't want their business out in the street. They want to give you the wrong story so that people, that teams will lead, they can control their own narrative, basically. So, but I want to say what's going on to Grandizer. Uh, and like, uh, thank you for coming through, fam. Uh, he says, how to go with your day? Work good. Work was, 
work was okay. I mean, work is work. You know, we all we all got to do. We all got to get this dough so that we can pay for our bills and and I can pay for the equipment to give you to bring content to you guys. So uh, appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you asking how how I'm doing. That that's that's awesome. And uh, absolutely tune into the camper report, guys. Like uh, and make sure that uh, that you give Ben some love. Like uh, great show. Uh, great content over there. So make sure you give him a follow. Make sure that you give the camper report a subscribe. But oh, and I didn't even talk about my show. Make sure that you give <laughs> that you give this video a like. Make sure that you give me a subscribe. Make sure that you hit the bell to get the notifications for when I go live. And but back to my rant about the about all of this needless just needless speculation people have to understand that the draft is a week away it's a week away so who benefits who benefits just think about this for a minute who benefits from all the speculation who gets to make content i mean we get to make content out of it so i appreciate that because it gives me another thing to talk to you guys about but we want to talk, like I think a lot of content creators really want to talk about the actual news and the actual team, the what's actually happening. And these insiders and ESPN want to drive the drama. And it's it's all about the drama so that they can they can take a story and drag it out for five, six days and and until we're just regurgitating it in our mouths. It, it's just it's just sad, like, uh, honestly, and I, I can't blame them because and that's why I call this show. That's why I called the show Easy Targets is because is because this is the 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 fans are easy targets that the, the Rappaport and and uh, all those guys, they chose an easy target in the 49ers because we have a big fan base. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been on Niner Twitter, but. It's uh, but it's it's chock full of drama and chock full of just nonsense, like a lot of the time. So we just have to we have to take what they're saying with a grain of salt. Do let, let's 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 just get this out of the way. Do I think that the 49ers fielded calls? Absolutely. That Lynch told you himself that that, yeah, he's going to field calls. They're going to always take calls. They would trade that. He said that they would trade Lynch or Shanny for the right price. <laughs> like uh, nobody's safe is basically what they told you. So are they going to take calls? Absolutely. But are these teams going to be willing to meet the 49ers price? And I would say, you know, quoting Joey Crack, uh, today's Today's price is not yesterday's price. I don't think that they are going to. I don't think that they are going to take a giveaway tray for a second round pick. I just don't. Th I don't see it. I think that there some team would have to blow their socks off, pause to to get them to to relinquish Trey Lance to them, because you have to think about all of the variables 
that go into this. It's not a simple just like, oh, they have Trey lying around. Like, I mean, they don't I mean, you know that he yeah, he's just sitting around not doing nothing. And there's no real reason for him to be on the roster. There absolutely is a reason for him to be on the roster. Even if Brock starts, there's a reason for him to be on the roster. And I, I just don't understand why people don't get this. That part is, do you want to see Sam Darnold starting? I get the whole premise and the whole narrative of, well, you know, Shanny, Shanny just loves him some, some Sam Darnold. He's always loved Sam Darnold. They try to get him uh, on the team. Okay. They, they absolutely did. That was two years ago. And Sam still didn't look good on, uh, on Carolina. Not that he can't. I still, I still think Sam Darnold does have some talent in there somewhere, but I would say that that to think uh, to be naive enough to think that Sam Darnold would be the guy that they would entrust the team to, who knows how long Purdy's going to be for who knows how long until Purdy comes back. But uh, I do want to mention Melissa in the house. Appreciate you coming through, Miss Fam. Uh, so what's up here? Do you have plans for draft day one? I'm going to Bella. You know, I'm uh, I will be unfortunately draft draft day is my uh, is my delivery day at work. Like uh, I will be at work on on day one, but it doesn't really matter because the 49ers aren't picking on day one. <laughs> so I'm not going to really miss much as far as 49ers go. So but I will be. Uh, I will definitely be watching on day two just to see what happens. Hopefully, I mean, I, I would love it if the 49ers traded up, but um, but uh, hopefully for my sake, for my sanity, that the 49ers don't decide to just make a, a gargantuan trade again uh, this year and and trade into the first or trade in the second round. I, I know people are going to be speculating that, that Lance might get traded. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just going to put that out there right now. I don't think it's going to happen. We have to look at the specifics of the situation. If they trade him before June 1st, they're on the hook for 11 mil. That's that's 11 million reasons not to. There's one reason. That's a, that's a con. That's an official con. Okay? If we're doing pros and cons. The, the pro is that they'd probably get, what, one? more pick in like, I, I don't think teams are going to be willing to give them a first round pick, but even if they did, they're probably, it'd probably be one first round pick. So would you give him up for one pick? And even though it'd be a first round pick, we could probably solidify the, uh, we'll put that as a pro. We'll put that as a pro. They get the first, they, let's say that they get a first round pick for him and they're able to pick a right tackle or safety, who I don't know who they would pick with it, but um, but that they would be able, to, if they were able to solidify that right tackle spot for the foreseeable future with that pick. So let's put that as a pro. But the con is eleven million. Con is another con is now you have Sam Darnold probably starting week one, and who knows when Purdy's going to come back. So I think that's that counts as two cons because you don't know when Purdy's going to come back. Hopefully he's there for uh, week one, but I just I I don't see it. So then you have to, so then regardless you got Sam Darnold backing him up, and I don't care what people think. 
Brock Purdy got hurt twice last year. He got hurt twice last year, and and the more I'm gonna keep t- I'm gonna keep telling people that Shanahan's offense is a risk reward system. There's a ton of risk. We've seen it. It's not people are, can say that they don't blame Shanny. The fact of the matter is is that, it, and I don't necessarily blame him for the guys getting hurt, but the reality is is that quarterbacks get hurt. Even when Jimmy made it all the way through the season, he was hurt. He was playing hurt. So you have to understand that your quarterbacks, there's a probably a 90% chance that your quarterback's going to get hurt at some point. So at some point, Sam Darnold is going to be playing if uh, Trey Lance is traded. Then you've got uh, the fact that Trey Lance is on the third, going into the third year of his rookie deal. So he's still cost controlled. Now that's another con. So far, we've got way more cons than there are pros to this. I, I just, I if you're thinking about this from a longevity standpoint and not thinking about it for short money right now, uh, that you think you found your your quarterback, great, but you've got a cost controlled option that can sit that that knows the playbook and that. You already had confidence in at least just what you told us. So why not keep that on on the roster to to hedge your bet, basically? Um, because you know, I mean, as Shannon says, we could all die tomorrow, but the the reality is is you're you have to know that your quarterback's probably gonna get hurt. I mean, the odds, the odds are the odds. The odds are the odds. Whether whether you want to blame Shannon or not, the odds are the odds. And every single season that Shannon's been the head coach for the 49ers, the quarterback has gotten hurt. The quarterback has gotten hurt. Uh, there was one season where, like, I don't think it knocked out Jimmy for any games, but he was playing hurt <laughs> that season. So, if you think that it's not that, oh, well, he's just going to come off this UCL uh, injury and that's just going to be it. He's going to be the guy forever. I mean, be real. You got to be real with yourself. Like, you've got to look at the odds and it is what it is. But I want to get to some of these comments and Melissa says they said they took calls on everybody all the time. Doesn't mean they're actively wanting or shopping trade. Exactly. I just, yeah, I just mentioned that earlier, and yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I, I'm just gonna say it doesn't make sense to like uh, if they would have to blow if they said like a first rounder and a first rounder next year. Not that we're gonna get that offer, but if they said something like that, then I could I could nah, maybe see it. I could maybe see it, but. Even then, I think from a stability standpoint, I've got to see. If I'm Shanahan, I've got to see what Trey is. I've got to see it. Like, you can't sit there and look what Brock, Brock Purdy did with the, with this offense and not be salivating to find out what the guy with all the traits looks like in your offense. I, I it, it baffles me. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Like, uh, but the grandizer says 49ers receiving trade calls for former first round NFL official. Uh, Pete Lucas, Niner fanatic, was there. You know, 
I like that's what Larry Career was saying. Well, all these content creators that aren't in the building and like all this other stuff, Larry, they don't they don't consult you, bro. <laughs> well, let's just be real. They don't consult you. They don't even consult Mayoko and the and the rest of them. They don't consult any of us. They've been lying to us uh, for years. <laughs> so I don't know what people what makes people think that all of a sudden this is a verifiable. This is this is the one that's true. So yeah, it, it's interesting to me. But and uh, Melissa says Darnold wilts under pressure and expectations. Absolutely. Like I mean, I'm interested. I I can't say that I'm not interested to see what he looks like with a t- with the squad that they have around him. But I mean, you have to go off of what his most recent results are, and they weren't good. Um, Oh, Damian thinks that Darnold will be used for trade bait. I, I mean, I don't know what they're going to give up, but that'd be an interesting uh, twist. And Great Dazer's got another 49er news report. Uh, Hall of Famer Dave Wilcox dies at 80. Oh, <laughs> okay. Got kind of dark there. <laughs> and uh, Melissa says it was facts. I don't know which one we were talking about, but. I appreciate the the vote of confidence, <laughs> but it, it's just it's just tiresome, you know. Like I saw Brad Graham get a tweet out the, today that you know the QB the QB stuff is just we're all a little wiped out from the the QB stuff. It's just you're tired of defending of defending Lance, tired of defending. Like I mean, they you got to defend. <clears throat> all of our quarterbacks. You've got to defend all of our quarterbacks all the time. Like, uh, got to defend Shanny. <laughs> got to defend Lynch for the decision to take Lance. You got to defend. Uh, you got to defend the fact that Lance got hurt. Like, whose fault is it? And it's just constantly something with the quarterbacks. And it this new little wrinkle. It's not even new. It's not. They just found another way. To start the Lance the the Lance trade controversy, that's really what it's about. Because a couple of days ago, uh, the it looked like when Ber- Brock said that he didn't know if he'd make it back for this season, the trade talk had j- almost died. You think that's a coincidence? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't. I when he said that, and they they kind of dead that kind of deaded all of those people that were saying Lance was going to be traded, and then and then magically. Rappaport comes out with the the report that that trade that uh, that they're fielding calls. I don't think that this is. You don't know when he heard this. You don't know when this was, because he didn't say he didn't tell you any of that information. He just told you that it happened. So we have no specifics. It's just a blanket statement that people are that people are just running with and creating narratives off of. It's it's. But it's expected. It's expected, honestly. Like uh, the, I mean, that is 49er Twitter. That is 49er. That is the media in general. Uh, they take something and they're going to twist it to make a story out of it and a story that they can drag out all the way to the draft. And then when nothing happens and then when Trey Lance doesn't get traded, they'll just say, well, all we said was that they had the conversation. We didn't say it. We didn't, we didn't know if it was going to actually happen. And then all of you are going to sit there, especially the Krugers. I keep going back to that name because 
he's made some comments the last few days that is uh it it just they kind of crack me up it it just kind of cracks me up the fact that that uh that they think uh some of these legacy writers think that think that our opinions don't matter basically that what we have to say doesn't really matter and that he somehow has some superior insight when he's been wrong <laughs> multiple times and i can't wait for him to get that that dinner from Ryan Ryan Hensley, him and uh, Kruger have a bet going about dinner. I Ryan, I hope you order every single kind of steak on that menu. <laughs> like uh, I can't wait to see it. But uh, and then Melissa says, "I'm just grateful." Juwan Jennings here for another. Absolutely, like uh, he's probably not going to be here after this year. But Juwan Jennings, he's I picked him yesterday for. I think he's going to be one of my big breakout players. Uh, for for next year, so I'm excited about that. Uh, and Grandizer says we have to think that new DC Wilkes possible. Uh, poss I guess possibly lured uh, Darnold over to the 49ers. Darnold played better when Wilkes took over. Rule was a horrible coach. I think he came to the 49ers because there was the. I mean the. What I just talked about, the odds of him getting a chance to play. How many injuries happen uh, for the 49ers at the quarterback position? And then they incented, like they gave him an incentive-laden contract to where he could make up to like 11 or 12 million. Like, so uh, he wasn't going to get that from anybody else. I don't think. I don't think anybody. He, he had one foot out the door of the NFL, in my opinion. And... Uh, I mean, somebody would have taken him because they would have just given him another chance. But I don't know that they would have given him the opportunity to make that amount of money. So, but, uh, but, and Wilkes probably, you know, vetted him, like said, you know, he, he's a good, he was a good kid. And he's still young. He's still young. So he's still moldable. moldable. Uh, I, I'm a, like, a, I, and I'm sure that they consulted, uh, CMC also, who was his teammate. So I don't think they bring him in there if they didn't think something of him. Like, that's not even in question. But the fact is, is he's not Trey Lance, a guy that they traded three first-round picks for, and he's not he's not on his rookie deal. <laughs> he's not on his rookie cheap rookie deal where, uh, where they have a chance to see what they have before they decide if they want to pay him or not. He's not that. So, um yeah, Melissa says the the money people make me uh, laugh. Uh, they say Darnold's starting because of the deal he made. That deal with Sudfeld still cut him. Like uh, it, it's people just get all caught up. Everybody gets caught up in the numbers and the money and and uh, in all of it. Like uh, eleven million. I mean, the money you should be paying attention to is eleven million that that uh, that they're on the hook for if Trey Lance. If Trey Lance gets traded before the uh, before June first, that's the money you should be concerned about. Because if they trade, it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense. That means they got to they got they're, they in order to sign all of their draft picks, they would have to. And I mean, if especially if they trade him for a first round or a, even let's say let's play Deadpool's devil's advocate and they trade him for a second round pick like uh, the other 
the other experts said the they they would they got to pay those those rookies. They don't have the money to do it right now, which means that they would have to move up their timetable to get Bosa signed. They'd probably have to restructure another deal to get those guys signed. And it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. So the more and people keep trying to make sense out of it, but it just doesn't make sense. So I I don't know. I mean, could it happen? Absolutely. But nothing is impossible in the NFL, but I just don't see it. And I'm just going to keep going there with it. Um, And this is an important point because this is a point that I brought brought up with, uh, with Donald before. And, and I've caped for Donald before. I, I do think that he is talented, but the reality is I'm just talking about his results that we've seen because of those results that we've seen, even though they were on bad, he was on bad teams, but let's just get to Grand Dyser's comment. Darnold will be going to a situation that he didn't have with the Jets nor the Panthers. I tend to lean that it's more hopeful when he does play for the 49ers. He's not totally horrible. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But at the same time, to think that he's going to have a chance to start over Lance, I just don't see it. Uh, now I understand they're going to be competing. I feel I still I still feel like Lance is going to come out on fire. Because if people people just got to stop nitpicking on Lance, but the reality is is he hasn't shown us any really terrible play. It hasn't been terrible. We've seen terrible play from uh, Sam Darnold. We've seen it. But we haven't seen that from Lance. So we just haven't seen enough play from Lance. So that's the key. And uh, and then uh, Melissa says, I just love the, the 49ers don't leak dis- disappears every time people want to justify a take. Absolutely. I, I, I don't say that they don't leak, but I think that they leak misinformation. A lot of the time, I think they purposely give the media misinformation all the time. And I don't I don't think they're the only team that does that. I think a lot of teams do it because you'll notice all the speculation from about all the teams. Not, I would say 75 percent of it never happens and something completely different happens. But yet and still, we call these guys insiders. We call these guys experts at the same time, just because they announce the, the, tra- the uh, trade or the signing when it happens. And they get the, they're the first ones to get the, the details. That doesn't mean that their speculation is correct. <laughs> like uh, a lot of time they just put out little blanket nuggets like the 49ers have been fielding calls for Trey Lance. That doesn't give you who they talk to. Doesn't give you when they talk to them. It doesn't give you. It doesn't give you anything. It says that they took a call for, for uh, asking about Trey Lance to get traded. Doesn't mean anything. It literally doesn't mean anything. So, um, and <laughs> very dark. Yeah, that I would tell. I would say that I will continue, and I'll continue to say this about my show: is I am not here. <laughs> I am not here to. Be the 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 laugh the the laughing joking, uh, the laughing joking like let's just have a bunch of fun and and talk about narrative forty nine er narratives. I want to give you the real. That's that's what my show is all about. Is I want to give you the real 
the what I actually think is going to happen, what I actually think the 49ers will do. And I'm not here to, to give you a bunch of fluff. Like uh, that's to me, it's uh, and I'm not saying anything against anybody that does. That's their style. It's not my style. I, I want to talk about the real and I want to have conversations. Let's talk through these situations. Let's talk through these these uh, this speculation, like uh, because let's see if it makes sense or not. Because if it made sense, if it made monetary sense, I would say that, but it doesn't. <laughs> it, but it doesn't. That's why I'm so against it. And I don't want to see Trey Lance traded for the good of my team. Like, uh, I think that he is an asset. He is an asset. And I think that it's malpractice for, and I kind of hate how used that term is right now, but it is is organizational malpractice to to sit there and give up that draft capital for, for a guy and then never really give him a fair shot at taking the job. That's just silly. It's silly. So <laughs> uh Grandizer says you wear an all black, so figured you wanted to go dark with the conversation. Yeah, to me, this isn't even dark. This is just being real. Like uh uh, so maybe I'm just dark. I don't know. I don't know. Uh and Melissa says Still better uh, than heading into the year, hoping 10 can make it even. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to go back there. Nobody wants to go back there. And, man, we got a lot of got a lot of comments. But, uh, yeah, appreciate you, Melissa. And, and Grandizer says, wow, really, Darnold has the experience. That does him a leg up. Trey's issue is staying healthy. Uh, well, so is, so is Darnold. Darnold can't stay healthy either. <laughs> Darnold can't, Darnold's missed a ton of game, ton of time too. So I don't know how that gives him a leg up. And, uh, Trey, it's, he's not the only one, but I mean, Brock Purdy has got a UCL injury right now that he's coming back from. And he had another, he had another injury during the season that, that probably should have put him out for a game, at least, uh, at least one game. Uh, but he played through it, and I mean, look at all the other injuries. I don't think you can go off of injuries in this situation. Like uh, it's the way Kyle runs his system; it's risk reward. He's constantly going to risk his QB's health to get that big to get that big play, that big uh, yak opportunity. It that's the way it works. That's the way his system works. So, and it's always going to look like it's the quarterback's fault, but the reality is, is if they're a tick late, they, it, it could be, it could be, uh, they could miss a game or two. So it's just the way it is. Um, but, and he asks, uh, what the 49ers have to do to make cap space for their draft picks. Now you can post it. Yeah. Eventually I'm going to do one of those. Uh, because Bosa's, they've got the cap ready for him. They would actually save money by doing Bosa's deal, and that's going to save them money. Ayuk, they don't have to do his. Uh, this is Bosa's fourth year that we're going into. They already said they're gonna they're gonna go with his fifth year option. So we really don't even have to worry about uh, Ayuk until next season. 
So that's not going to be an issue. Uh, I do think that they're probably going to restructure a couple of people, including Debo Samuel. And we'll get, well, yeah, like when that gets closer and we start hearing news about that, that's when I'll start bringing up that kind of stuff. But Bosa is going to save the 49ers money. That's why people always wonder why the 49ers wait so long to do, to do their major deals. Uh, They always wait until training camp uh, to finalize those big deals and it doesn't really, I don't understand why they do it that way. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> that's just that they say that's when they do their deals, but it would free up a whole bunch of cap space if they just did it then. Like, uh, so I don't know why they do, they do it that way. And, but <laughs> Kumbaya. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's pretty crazy, but hey, now now that we've got the doom and gloom out of the way, I'm gonna do a quick mock draft to get our spirits up. <laughs> and uh, but before we do the mock draft, I just one more time where I stand with all with all of this is that I don't think for, Trey Lance is gonna be traded by the draft. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna get traded before June first. Uh, if he is gonna get traded, I could see it. If he starts, he starts off slow. Uh, if he starts off slow, because I feel like he's going to be the starter week one. And if he starts off slow at that point and he still doesn't look like he's and it doesn't look like he's getting it. I know that he needs I like we all know that he needs reps. It's going to I think it should take him time, but the 49ers aren't going to give him that time. So if like by the day when Brock is ready to go, if he starts off slow, when Brock, as soon as Brock is ready to get out there, they're going to put Brock in. That's that's my feeling on it. And then at that point, I could see them taking offers for Lance uh, and seeing. But even that, I feel like is a mistake. I, I think they should keep him for one more year. He's in the third year of his deal. Wait at least until the, after this season and let him get into next season uh, to sit there to see how we make it through this season. Let Brock make it through all the way through the season before you, before you give up, before you give up on Lance. But that's me. I am not the, uh, I am not in charge. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. And Damien says he wants a running back with breakaway with burner speed. If, if he's going to be undrafted, I like, uh, because there's not a lot of, a lot of those in the later rounds of this draft. This is not one of those drafts for running backs. There's a lot of similar ones at the, at the end of this draft. It's not like drafts in the past where we've had some burners. Uh, this is not one of those years. So, but let's get into that, that, uh, this draft. I now we got a, a new, draft simulator out there the espn has brought out one i don't know if anybody saw it but it's pretty it's kind of cool because it gives you at the end you'll see and we'll talk about it when uh when we see it at the end but like uh i kind of like it like the the end results of it so but let me get to this all right so I'm not going to do any trades on this one. I may do another show with trades, but uh, but I'm not going to do one for this one. Next next week, all my shows are going to be mock draft, mock draft, and talking about the draft because uh, we've got three days until the actual draft starts. So uh, 
I don't want to inundate you. This is going to be a very quick, a quick mock, but let's get started with it. And Bryce Young goes number one. And I think there there's a good chance that this that this uh, the more I watch this one, uh, this uh, mock simulator, there's a good chance that that it kind of pans out the way that it pans out on this simulator a lot of the time. But we're going to. It's going to take quite a bit to get to 99. So just bear with me. All right, so here we are. Oh, wow. Tucker Craft is still there. Um, don't know that that'll happen, but who knows? The, this is the thing about the draft is that, and uh, I automatically want to know who is at tackle still. Okay, I am not letting anybody take uh, Tyler Steen away from me. I really like Tyler Steen at this point. I've said that I've liked liked him. The knock on Tyler Steen is he has short arms. He's got like 32 and a quarter inch arms or whatever. And no starting tackle in the league has that short of arms, which I think is really kind of a weird stat. But I still, I, I like the kid. And uh, I want I want to see it. And when you're drafting down here, if you look at these names, there's really not, there's not much there. So... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Tyler Steen here. Then Jair Brown is still sitting there for us. Oh, Jartavius Martin's still there. I, I like Jartavius Martin a lot. And I like him more than Jair Brown. I know that Jair Brown has a better grade, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Tucker Craft here because I think that that is an opportunity for us to absolutely get a tight end to a receiving tight end to go next to George Kittle and kind of open that up. I'm taking Tucker Craft here. And Damien says, I do not miss Trent Balky draft, uh, drafting. I taught uh, he had the Niners drafting for the special man. Uh, shout out to, uh, man, uh, shout out to John Chapman for posting all of those, all of those former drafts, uh, that the 49ers have had over the years. Ooh, those Balky drafts were terrible. I mean, just, they were terrible. I feel really bad for the, uh, for the Jags. Like, cause it's bad, but all right, back to the, oh yeah, I'm going to be reading comments as I, as I'm waiting for it to go through, I promise you, but the, so now we've got, we've got our tackle, we've got a tight end. Uh, I've got to get my save safety. And I am taking Jartavius. I'm taking Jartavius. I, I've got to take him. Quan Martin. 
Did I take it? Did I not take it? Ugh, can't get back up there. But Oh, did I? Okay. Did I talk about this one? Oh, he said, uh, Grandizer said, you're going to lay it on us for the 2023 college prospects updated list that the 49ers have met with show interest in. You know, they've got so many. <laughs> they've got so many. And, you know, a lot of those guys end up getting drafted. But uh, I don't have it on me, and I should have done that. But I'm going to be with... Uh, we're going to talk about that tomorrow, I'm sure, on our show with the 49er uh, Podcast Network. So make sure that you tune into that. Uh, like, because uh, yeah, we'll we'll bring up. We would definitely bring up the college prospects. We're going to have a dra- they're going to have a draft show too on uh, when the 49ers are picking that I think I'm going to be a part of also. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, I wasn't prepared to make that to go all in on that on this show. I'm trying to make this show a little bit shorter. I just want to get this mock draft off, and then I want to look to see if I got him. Yeah, I did take it. Okay, I just want to make sure that I got that. And let's see who. We got. Oh, Rajon uh, Wright's still there. Uh, that's a good player. You got Nick Herbig. I'm not a big fan. He's too small. Uh, Coburn's not really a fit for the 49ers. Control uh, Clark. Like, I know that they've met with Control Clark. Ivan Pace is a good pick. Charlie Jones. This is a guy that I really like. That I'm getting, I'm gonna try and get him if I can. But first, I gotta take our corner, and I'm gonna take uh, Rajon Wright. Oh, Abinaconda already came off the board. That was my guy, and but I am going to. Ooh, Nesta is still is still sitting here. Nesta Jones or Nesta Jones or or a Nesta Jade Silvera or uh, Charlie Jones. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I think we go with Charlie. I, I like him. I think that he can be an actual player for the 49ers. Good yak uh, two for him. Tough player, like uh, we're probably not going. Oh, still sitting there. I got to take Nesta here.
So Grandizer has a question. Yeah, just getting a feel of how you want your stream to go. You just opinion based, or are you going to hit us with the facts and news? I tend to go with news facts. I want to be informed. No offense. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to give you news. You're going to get new actual news. I, I'm not big on speculation. So it's like, unless it's my speculation. <laughs> so it's speculation is good for like uh, the new, like the stories that come out a lot of times aren't really news. Like today, for example, I just don't, I feel like that is such a non-story. The only reason why it's a story is because people are talking about it, but it's not actual news. Uh, when it's actual news, I'm going to definitely be talking about the actual news when it breaks. So be on, be on the lookout for those shows for sure. Like if that's what you're into. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be, I'm talking about how I feel the 49ers, what the 49, I think the 49ers should do in situations. Plus, I want to, I always want to get your guys' takes on, on some of the decisions that the 49ers make. I want to get your guys' takes on, on, uh, on what you think that uh, the draft picks are going to be. I get, I want to get your takes on a lot, on a lot of things just because I want this to be a community and it's the show, the type of show that I want to be is I just want to be really inclusive and just make sure that uh, everybody has kind of a voice. You're going to see me bringing on a lot of, a lot of different guests. Uh, I had Rod on yesterday. Uh, the day before that I had, uh, Oh, wow, that's terrible that I forgot who I had on. Oh, I had Ryan from No BS Sports. Uh, I just want to hear as many voices as we possibly can, because if the more ideas that you get, usually that's how you get to what's actually going to happen. So that's that's my key to my show. And let's see, where are we at? Um, so right now we've got, oh, we got a pretty nice haul right now. We're at 216. I think now we're just going to be taking kind of best player available at this point. And I really like Brandon Hill. I think he's going to be there. Um, ooh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson's still there. Uh, Chris Rodriguez still there. Uh, Ryan Hayes is still on the board. Why is Ryan Hayes still on the board? I'm interested to see how many tackles we actually have left. Jackson Kirkland and Carter Warren. I mean, the fact that that uh, Ryan Hayes is still here, I've got to take. I've got to take him. Yeah, I got to take him here. And then we're going. Oh, Brandon Hill's still there. I'm going to take uh, Robinson, Dorian Thomason Robinson. I do think that they want, they met with, the 49ers met with Dorian DTR three times already, I, which absolutely, absolutely makes me think that he is a guy that they're, they're kind of looking at. And I might be, I might think he might be a, uh, Really, kind of a target for the 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 practice squad, or just a kind of a camp body. Oh, he's still here. I think Demarco Helms is a pretty decent player, but Brandon Hill. I mean, he's a better player than this. I don't know why he's not getting drafted, but I got to take him. And then we got fifty three. 
Uh, oh, Mackay Blackman. I like Mackay Gardner, and I think that that might be a good fit for the 49ers. I, I still I don't see any running backs that I like. Um, there's not many picks left, period. But I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take Cam Jones here, uh, our linebacker, and then I'm gonna take Makai Gardner. I'm gonna take Makai Gardner at LSU. So, the interesting part of the ESPN mock simulator is this. So it has, it gives you the, the chance of at available at the pick that you were at. So there's a 62% chance that Tyler Steen would be available at, at, uh, at that pick, that pick 99. And there's a 58% chance that he'd be available at my next pick. That's at uh, 101, which is why I just kind of went ahead and picked him. Uh, Tucker Craft, it was like a 21% chance. That, so that was kind of complete chance that he fell that far. And then there was only a 20% chance that he'd be – I don't know how he could only have a 20% chance that he'd be available in my next pick when my next pick was the very next pick. So that, to be honest, there should have been a 100% chance that he'd be available in my next pick. But, uh, but this was an interesting – Jartavius Martin – was 11% chance that he'd be there at 10 at 102 and there's a less than 5% chance that he would have been available at my next pick at 155 so that was a, I think that was a pretty good uh that was a pretty good three three person first three people I'd be really happy with this draft now do I think it's going to necessarily fall like this probably not Probably not, but but it's uh, yeah, it would that would be way too easy. And the 49ers are going to pick some smaller school guys. They like those small school guys. They're they're going to pick guys that we did not think were going to be in the realm for them, or not in the realm, I should say. But they're going to pick some guys that we didn't, we weren't even thinking about for them. And it's going to happen. But I think that's why Steph is paying really paying attention to the people that they bring in for interviews because. Uh, there is definitely a a link to to who these teams are playing by by who they bring in for the interview. Some of it's going to be some some of that misinformation stuff that I was talking about, but but still. Uh, so so yeah, like uh, I appreciate you guys coming in for this show today. I had to talk about we had to talk about the. Uh, the the whole Lance drama, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. We've got a we've got one more week to get through, and we're going to be talking about this for the whole next week. So, but I wanted to get my take out there on that. I hope that I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> uh, but the but the reality is is I I I don't think I have too different of a take than a lot of people that I saw on Twitter today. I think a lot of people are kind of just tired of the speculation because that's what it is. It's speculation. The, what Rappaport said could be, could be construed in a bunch of different ways. It doesn't mean anything per se. So, 
but yeah, appreciate Grandizer coming out. Appreciate Damien coming out. Appreciate uh, Miss Melissa coming out. And I can't wait to have some more uplifting, <laughs> some more uplifting shows and some lighter shows so that we can get, uh, but just so that we can be ready for the 49ers, uh, the real off season to begin with OTAs and, and we start seeing who's making their way into those lineups. So, and, and kind of who's making, they're going to make their way out of the team. So that's, it's going to be, cause if, the one thing that we always know is the 49ers have a great way of building their squad and uh, they've they've been they've been stronger every single year. So that's something I'm looking forward to this year too. But we're going to get out, I'm going to get out of here tomorrow. I will I will as long as we have the show. Uh, I'll have to talk to Beto, but uh but I will be on the 49er podcast network show. Uh, and I believe it's at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So make sure you tune into that. Make sure you give those guys a subscribe. Make sure you give this video a like. Make sure you give me a subscribe. Make sure that you get hit the bell notification so that you get, I'm sorry, hit the bell so you get the notifications and when I go live. And, and yeah, have a, have a good week. And I will see you on my channel uh, next Monday. But, uh, but yeah. Definitely tune in to the podcast, the 49er Podcast Network tomorrow so that we can, uh, so I can see you guys again. But with all that being said, I'm going to get out of here. And oh, and just don't forget, don't forget before I get out of here, you can see this on YouTube. You can see it on Twitter. You can see it on Facebook. You can get it anywhere where you can get your audio podcast. I don't care where you get it. Just get it. And make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend so that we can be friends every day and every week. But with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a good one and go Niners.